Boom, boom. That was the plasticky, the plastic cork. Synthetic. Synthetic cork. Ballyhoo. Pop of Ballyhoo. Irish whiskey. Product of Ireland. Um, it's a cool bottle. This, uh, we drank this. Uh, this is Citizen Whiskey Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Drew. Uh, we drank this. Um, I drank this when we did our Zoom one that we are not posting. Nope. Because <laughs> it sounded real bad. I can't imagine it sounded good at all. <laughs> we were just like, oh, they're, they're like talking over each other back and forth. I was for, quarantined. Yeah, you were quarantining for got... what turned out not to be COVID. Yeah, but I got, I was, I, went, I hadn't got my test results back. Yeah. Uh, but this is, we, this isn't one of the whiskeys we were drinking during the show today, tonight, but I just cracked it open because it's a good, it's, it's oh, that's okay. fine. It's an okay Irish whiskey. Um, if you're looking for something other than, you know, your Jameson that most people get, or like, what's the other ones like Buchanan's and yeah, there's but Bushmills. Oh yeah, Bushmill. Um, or proper number twelve. Fuck off, dude! I can't. If you're looking for something else, it's proper twelve. Fuck that. If you're looking for something else, maybe uh, we should go to the bar and get a pint. Bally. <laughs> Bars are open. Uh, Ballyhoo uh, Irish whiskey. Um, is just a different one, and it's uh, it's about you know it's roughly the same price as Jameson and stuff, and it's about the same kind of flavoring. It's it's real grainy. Yeah, it's 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 probably best served on a rock. Is it? It's super duper light, mm-hmm. but it's what you'd expect out of an Irish whiskey. It's like this is the kind of thing that you pour when you're just like I just like. Put yourself put a big ice cube in a glass. This one, this one, you're gonna you're gonna pour yourself two or three fingers up. Yeah, I think. you'll pour you'll pour a pretty good pour. You're gonna get buzzed off of this, and you're just gonna drink it. And not a guzzle, obviously, but no. like it's it's I, a nice. It's like twenty seven, twenty eight. I don't probably. recommend drinking guzzling any kind of whiskey. No, the one that I could, the only one I could really see drinking that was that rye. What was that? The one we had that oh, you could... Oh, the Basil Hayden one? That you could fill up a pint glass with. Yeah, the Basil Hayden yeah. one. Yeah. That one is the one that your daughter enjoyed. Yeah, my youngest. <laughs> thought that was real, real good. Yeah, that, it is a good ride. And she said it right. She goes, that's got all the flavor. Yeah, because yep. that had the port casking and yeah, that was uh, the Basil Hayden rise. Flavor Town. Mm-hmm. I got a pint... like. You could do it though. You could. No, I. But you know what I mean. But that like, was the one we talked about. Like you could drink have, too you're much have of this. One of this for like a dessert drink. Yeah, you, but you could potentially drink good. too much of it yeah. easily. It's too. It tastes too good. Yeah, like you. You could take bigger it tastes, drinks. Well, for a whiskey, it tastes too soft. Yeah, because it is a pretty low alcohol content for a whiskey. But there's a lot of sugar in it. Yeah. And yeah. you're going to be hung the fuck over tomorrow. Yeah. But, damn, it was, a, it was a fine beverage. Yes, it is a fine beverage. She's not dead. She's still alive. What? The, the basil hidden, the bottle. Oh. Still have some. Oh, you, oh, that's right. I gave it to you. Yeah, I took it home so everyone could try it. What? What's going on? Who died? <laughs> Who died? Who's about to die? What? Um, so today on Citizen Whiskey Podcast, Drew and I talk... Uh, Crown Royal XO. Uh, we bring back the Jefferson's Reserve, one of our favorite boozes of all time. 
Yep. And then we get into some stories. We talk hot dogs, Chicago shootings. Chicago hot dogs. Chicago hot dogs. Uh, we talk Australian sex broomers. Uh, we talk <laughs> as we talk about the riots and the protests going on in the country right now amidst the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, we get into our lambasting of Trump. So if you're a Trump supporter, go you're, fuck yourselves and yeah. don't listen to this, please. Like, we need the listeners, but we don't need fucking. We don't you. want you. Yeah. Um, and then we talk about the XFL is holding an auction later on this year, and we talk a little bit about that. So uh, we hope you enjoy listening to us drink booze and talk about it. And talk yeah, feel about free it. to open a bottle with us. Yeah. Why? Well, I would like people to reach out to us at citizenwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com and send us their recommendations mm-hmm. for a booze. Like, it doesn't have to be a whiskey. I know we're called Citizen Whiskey, but we will drink other things. Send us your favorite tequila. Send us yeah. your favorite rum, whatever. We'll find We'll find it. We'll source it. We'll get it. We'll try it. Yeah, provided it's not $500 a, a bottle. wildly expensive bottle. Like, if it's anywhere from... 25 to anywhere from like 25 to 60 i'll yeah. i'll probably try it. go up to 100 if it's something i can vet a little bit and get sure some info yeah on. yeah yeah if it's if it's anywhere in that range but if you send us and you want us upwards to drink, of 50 i'm gonna do a little research yeah yeah but if you want to if you want me to try a hundred dollar bottle of vodka you're wasting your money on alcohol <laughs> I'm just telling you that. Oh! Oh, Drew's dropping his mic. The mic went down. Look at that huge spike on that thing. It just took up a swath of space. Well, I didn't do it. (laughs) I just saw this thing come (laughs) Technical difficulties. I'm going to pause while Drew does this. And he's named after after the Irish Islands. So, the Paddington Islands. Not the fucking bear. Okay. Not Paddington Bear? No, it's the Paddington Islands in Ireland. Well, you're a Notre Dame Irish guy, too, yeah, so I've kind of true. figured that he's a, a Paddy for that reason. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about Drew's dog. I unpaused in the middle of the conversation. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's uh, about mm. an hour and a half podcast uh, in addition to the intro or cruising in at about 140 an hour 40 but we don't do this routinely so this is why they're a little bit longer well we'll we we there's been a lot has happened this year right and well we still when we started up citizen whiskey podcast we did talk about just not really worrying about yeah how long we went whatever or like if you know how often we can do it you know because honestly we're not going to make any money off this shit so we're just doing it for ourselves yeah. for the most part. It's a good reason for us to get together and drink. Yeah, have a drink. And, and if fucking 20 people listen to us and two of them buy a bottle of whiskey that we liked and they end up liking, then good. We did a good job. But good we, job by us. Good job us. Canadian whiskeys. I just really think if we're ever sponsored, we're going to get sponsored by a Canadian whiskey. <laughs> just because those guys are nice. They were nice. They didn't say anything bad. They didn't say anything good, but nothing bad. We'll send them a couple bottles. <laughs> Throw in some shirts too, eh? Fuck yeah, Crown Royal, Strange Brew. What's up, Caribou Crossing? They're, who are they? Sazerac. Sazerac. Yeah. No, not Buffalo Trace. I can't remember. I can't remember who Caribou was. 
It's in that same family. It's Blanton's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's the same. Yep. Which, by the way, we need... I'm going to have to pick up a bottle of that. We need to revisit that. I know. We haven't done that for one for a while. Actually, I don't think we've we've done 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 it since the previous podcast. Yeah, we haven't done it. We've just drank it on the previous podcast. We've drank it on the previous podcast, but we haven't haven't reviewed it. During a long-winded football talk. And that was a... That's a solid whiskey. That was pretty good. I want to. I need to start going to new liquor stores around town. I went. I purposely went to a new one today. Did you? Yep. Because I, I went to the one. I've gone to the one on Broadway, by the Albertsons, mm-hmm. the big out, the marketplace Albertsons, um, and they had some different shit there. They had like a different Japanese whiskey that I hadn't tried, and some other stuff. I went to the one. Um, fuck, I can't remember. It was just a random one, but mm-hmm. you know it, and it did not have anything high end. Like it right. was, it was a lower end liquor store. Right. I want to go to the one in the north end on Seventeenth, by the other Albertsons. And then you know, there's that there's what, the one out in Eagle. Mm-hmm. It has some nice stuff too. Yeah, I bet that one has some good shit. Yeah. What I really want to do is once um, things get back to some level of. Once we've accepted that we are going to just live with COVID. Which we're going to have to at some point. Yeah. It's a coronavirus, much like the common cold. We probably won't have a vaccine anytime soon. Nope. Um, so once we've realized that we're just going to have to live with it as a nation, um, I want to travel and I want to go to Washington again. My friend Michelle, who I used to live with over there, she and her husband were... They posted a picture of that Hibiki Harmony Japanese whiskey that I really like. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, Bob's drinking a bottle of this, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, I love that shit. Where'd you get it? And she was like, oh, whenever we go to Costco and they have it on hand, we usually buy two or three bottles. Okay. And I said, holy shit, next time you go to Costco and they have yeah. some, buy me some. I say this and I, I, I say it. Costco's worth it if you're going to travel. It's worth the, the members, the yearly membership is worth mm-hmm. it for the one trip yeah. that you make to where the Costco sells liquor. Because mm-hmm. in Hawaii. Yeah, when Johnny Walker Blue was like, what was it, like 150? 160 something bucks. I sent you that picture. Yeah. I mean, normally it's like 200 bucks a bottle. And you got a 10% discount if you bought a case. Fuck. So I should have bought a case. What I should have done is bought a case. Yeah. I didn't. But I mean, we were buying that big giant gallon bottle of Maker's Mark. Yeah. Was what? 37 bucks. Yeah. So it's worth it just for the alcohol. Yeah. So she was like, like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, the bottle that I have of Harmony, <laughs> I had to order from England and it cost me. You paid a premium. $75 for a 70 milliliter bottle or a 70. Not so, milliliter. Yeah, seventy or no, seven hundred mil. Seven hundred mil. Seventy centiliter is how they do it. Uh, so it's a little smaller than the American bottles, and it cost me seventy five dollars and forty dollars to, to ship, ship over yeah. here. So you bought a hundred and fifteen dollar bottle, and of she booze. was like, "Well, where, like, where do you normally get your booze?" And I was like, "Well, we have state run liquor stores yeah. here, so they only bring in certain things, and they introduce products pretty slowly. They really do." And they do. I mean, they do a good job of bringing in new stuff, but it's like with Japanese whiskeys, it's like we have like seven. They're very... And they're spread out all over the fucking state. They're very specific on what they put in. Like we've talked, you know, the, certain stores, certain areas. Mm-hmm. You know, some of those stores have a lot of black velvet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can walk in. If you walk into your liquor store and you see a wall of black velvet and then on that 
eye level shelf and above is Jack Daniels, yep. you're not getting a good bottle of whiskey there. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there'll be like five or six bottles there'll be a of couple. Like good stuff, yeah. But you're not. They know their clientele. Yeah, they know the market they're selling to. I am always saddened and impressed and other emotions when I'm in line at the liquor store and the person in front of me grabs a bottle and walks up and like sets it down and puts out the exact amount of money in cash you, to the penny. Don't you see that a lot? Oh yeah. And they're like, boom, they set the bottle down and they slide over like $16 and 38 cents or whatever. There it and is. And then this be like, there you go. And they just like, I don't need a bag. And they just they walk, just walk out <laughs> yep. because they have priced it They're Yeah. They're, they're digging in the sofa for that mm-hmm. 38 cents. It makes me sad, and I'm also impressed. Because I don't think I remember the price of fucking anything I've ever bought in my life. No. Like, I don't... Not that I don't think about... I'm not saying that I'm like, I'm so flushed that I don't think about prices. <laughs> no, 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 but it's the... But, like, if I go buy a candy bar, and they're like, it's a dollar, dollar and six. I'm like, oh, okay, and I give them my dollar and six cents. And then the next time I buy a candy bar... In my head, I'm not like it's gonna be a dollar six. I'm like, how much is this? Boop! Hey, yeah, it's a dollar six. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> I've got well, that. I kind of expected fifty that. cents. Oh, yeah. it's on sale. You two, two for a dollar. <laughs> I have two now. I can have two. Yeah, um, I just never memorize no. the prices of things. The only thing I I'm well aware of the price of is Johnny Walker Blue. Because it's always really. Do you always because look I'm at always it? look because it's two twenty four ninety nine. Here, mm-hmm. and I always watch to see if that price drops. So you see if it comes on sale. So I've seen it one seventy nine before. And Here, really? Yeah, and I didn't pull the trigger. Yeah, and I feel like I should have. Next time it is, let's just go in and a bottle together. I think it's worth it. It's such a lovely beverage. It's yeah, and it makes you feel good. It's something that we could have either at the top or at the end of an episode like this, mm-hmm. where we've tried a couple of different ones, and then we just pour ourselves a little jo- a finger Johnny Walker blue at the like, end. and just Oh, like, yeah. Mm. This is what happens when the angels mm. cry. Mm. They make this. One day, God, I just wish I would become rich enough to try, like, Michael Jordan-level whiskey, like a $5,000 oh. bottle of whiskey or something. Like a Pappy? Yeah. Like, open a bottle of Pappy because, hey, you guys tried this? Because you can. Yeah. Huh? You know, yeah. Burr talks about his pappy he's got, and he's like, he still has him. He's like, I can't get rid of him. I can't give him away. I wonder how much. Who knows? I mean, because some of those bottles are a hundred grand. Yeah. No, I'd love to try. I'd love to be able to have the money to try some like what like, like expensive liquor. Like this is this is big boy booze. Yeah. Okay. This, this is billionaire booze. Yeah, billion, billion, billionaire booze. We win the lottery. Hey, if there's a billionaire out there listening, we'll come and drink. We're whiskey. real friendly. Yeah. Steve's we handy won't. with landscaping. Yeah, I can fix your sprinklers. I can lay sod. I can do all that kind of shit. I can cook. Um, and we're not going to hit you up for anything more than just sharing some drinks with us. Yeah. We'll share ours, and you share yours. Yeah. Like I'm not. <laughs> If I like, I'm not the kind of person who's going to be like, "No, twenty thousand dollars for a business venture." No, <laughs> like, no, we have a podcast that gets like five listeners a week. Yeah, I'm like, not gonna. We don't give a shit. I don't, yeah, I don't care. We're we're old enough now that uh, the finer things in life we know have are going to escape us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and 
and you know, like I've said, like if you spend money on good food and good booze, mm-hmm. if you're gonna go out and blow some money, get a good bottle of booze. Yeah, Jordan and I were just talking about this the other day. My roommate Jordan, um, not Michael, not, not Michael Jordan. <laughs> we were just talking about like when we were kids, like when you were you know working your fast food job, getting your paycheck of like two hundred and fifty bucks or whatever, mm-hmm. like what you spent your money on when you were a kid. Because we his he there's some apparently there's some baseball card or something some kind of card some baseball cards some trading cards that are going out right now it might have been basketball cards but they are like super sought after in the trading community and it's like a a box of them costs like two hundred bucks but there's the if you resell them since there's a limited amount of boxes that go out to each shop that you can resell the box for like five to 600 and there's individual cards that are immediately worth like autographed special edition cards are immediately worth like a thousand bucks or something. And so the, for the potential of drawing one, you can get five, 600 bucks for the box. If you are the kind of person who opens it and goes through them and you find one of those cards, you can get a thousand dollars for it. But Jordan has a friend who is in like kind of in that world. And he was like, Hey, will you go down? Like, I'm going to meet you there and I'll just give you some money. Like they limit how many, but like they don't limit how many boxes we can buy. I'm going to buy two. You need to buy two. I'll give you the cash. Jesus. Yeah. And so like, they'd go down to the or to the, the sports trading card shop and like, they'd meet up somewhere, exchange the money. And then they'd go in separately, pretend like they don't know each other. And Jordan even said, he's like, yeah, we, at the point we're like, we're waiting for the fucking FedEx guy to show up and drop Holy the boxes. Fuck. There's like a fucking group of guys waiting. Wow. Well, speaking of that. Yeah. I have a book recommendation. Ooh, books. It's this. I, I listen to it because I'm audible so mm-hmm. when I'm driving to it from my, it's called the wax pack. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it? No. It's by Brad Baluchin. Sure. So this guy is our age. Okay. Used to collect baseball cards when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. Was thinking about it one day and knew he had nine weeks off of work in the summer. Mm-hmm. Went on to eBay, bought he, he, a couple packs, but 1986 Tops baseball cards. Hell yeah. Opened up the cards. Barry Bonds. Went through. And like just Rance McMullins, you know, just these Gary Templeton. Yeah. Decided, I'm going to write a book, and I'm going to drive around the country and meet every single guy in this wax pack. Interesting. So he goes around and meets with all of these former players. Guys who like made it to the show yeah, but weren't yeah. like big and he's names. Like, yeah, weren't big names. Guys, like some of these guys had 16-year major league careers. Yeah. You've never heard of them. Yeah. But so he drove around the country and documents it. Journeyman 250 But hitters. there's like Vince Coleman. Sure. You know the and and uh, Carlton Fisk was one of the cards. Fisky, but he was like impossible to get a hold oh, of. Fuck yeah, come had, on, he's a legend. Dwight, Doc Gooden, Dwight Gooden was one of them. Did you meet him? He, he had to pay him. <laughs> of course he did. But I, dude, it's <laughs> <laughs> guess guess how much he had to pay him? Fifty bucks. Five hundred. Five hundred dollars to meet him. <laughs> hold on, he had to pay his son as well. Oh fuck you. Two hundred. Fuck you. But Doc. he wanted to. In, you know, but it's great. It's it's, it's 
called the wax pack. Huh. It's kind of a cool story. I just that happened to cross it, but he just opened it up. He's like, okay, this is these are the guys. That's a good idea for that's a good. Some Genesis of the guys, some of these guys invited him over. He we had dinner with him. Fuck yeah! Got to well, play catch with these guys. Like some of these, yeah. one of the guys was one of his favorite players growing up, but he was like an unknown journeyman guy. Sure, but he just loved the guy. And this guy hmm. is like, you want to do anything? You know, you can come over to the house, have dinner, had steaks, and he's like, you want to go have a catch? Well, yeah. And he I was mean, like, are you fucking kidding me? You, some of these guys, they played ball from like, you know, obviously in their teens and their 20s. They played until they were like 35. Yeah. And then they. And then their career was over in the league. agents. And yeah. And they, I'm an insurance agent now, or I sell cars or yeah, whatever. One of the guys, he was like, he's like, you know, I did my research and how I found his cell phone number. Well, I looked his name up and it's on his business card because he's a real estate agent. Yeah. So I called him. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But yeah, it was awesome. It was great. It's a cool, really cool book. That's interesting. And it's fun. Yeah, I'd highly recommend it. It's, uh, I know you don't have Audible anymore, do you? Yeah. You do? You got it? You have it again? I'm building up credits right now. I was going to (laughs) say. I, uh, no, I want to, I have been, I haven't read Dune since I was a young man. Jesus. Since like junior high. Are you gonna get that one? And there's an I got it because there's a there's a, they are making the movie again. Yeah, a new movie. I saw that. And so I'm gonna read. And apparently it's a little you know not the Dune of the '80s with Sting. It's they're more a little like not that was. I mean, it deterred from the books. The book is fucking 600 pages. It's a big but, book. Um, for all intents and purposes, this should be a fairly decent adaptation of the of the book. So I wanted to read it again. I was like, I'm not gonna sit down with a 600 page sci fi novel. Like, I better audible that shit. So I'm finishing the last book of the Game of Thrones series that exists right now. Um, I've read them, but I'm listening to them on, on Audible at work. So I'm gonna dance with dragons right now, and then I'll kick into Dune, and then yeah. Yeah, I'd recommend that one. I pre-ordered Corolla's new book. So. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this let's shit wrap up. This up. is a 20-minute, 20 22-minute intro. That sounds about right. Yep, that's good enough for us. You're welcome, America. You're, You're welcome. welcome. I said good day, sir. Good day, sir. All right. Uh, this has been Citizen Whiskey Podcast. As we said before, uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for having a drink with us. If you want to reach out, at citizenwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. We're at Citizen, at Citizen Whiskey on Twitter. Uh, we have individual ones. You can find us through those. Um, stay safe. Stay clean. Stay hydrated. Stay sanitized. Stay all the things that keep you alive and well. Yep. Um, and if you're listening to us and you enjoy what you hear here, shares with a friend. Rate, review. Rate, review. If you're a Trump supporter, just go fuck yourself. Yep. Thanks for having a drink with us, though. Do you see 11% of our audience is on, in Ireland? Really? If you look at the anchor, it shows the breakdown. 11% is of our audience, which isn't much. What's the slancha? Which means somebody in Ireland listens. It's like Listened. One, like one guy. <laughs> hey, Ireland. Ballyhoo. Ballyhoo. <laughs> Apparently that means something to you people. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I bet you have red hair. Fucking gingers. <laughs> I love you guys.
was a nice solid pop. That was a nice solid one. Welcome back to Citizen Whiskey Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Drew. And Drew is back after a hiatus, a, a disease hiatus, not COVID. Not COVID. But a hiatus nonetheless for flu-like symptoms. Yep, it was not COVID, though. I repeat, it was not COVID. Uh, we did a Zoom recording that was just real bad to listen to because we just talk over each other, and when you do it on Zoom, that doesn't translate as well as this. <laughs> no, we, we we drank. Well, you can't see like any facial cues or... Right. So it's just... I'm excited to try this one. Which one? The Canadian? It, yeah, yeah. The Crown. It smells good, doesn't it? Smells very crowny. Yeah, but it smells good. Uh, so speaking of the whiskeys that we're trying today, uh, we are going to try the Crown Royal XO, which is blended Canadian whiskey finished in cognac casks. And, and it comes in a gray and gold. Thing. I'll tell you, Canadian whiskey's real good about the bags. Yeah, they do. They do a good bag. <laughs> they do a good bag. And then we're busting out the tried but true Jefferson's Reserve, very old, very small batch bourbon. And ranks right up there with the best I've ever had, I think. It is delicious, but we'll taste it again today because... Because uh, it's good. It's delicious. Hopefully. Maybe you know, maybe we've just maybe had we got some the... outlier bottles recently. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's maybe it's Buffalo Trace in there. Do you see they're releasing the like 25 different special editions uh-uh. of, the, of their standard Buffalo Trace? Uh-uh. <laughs> There's nothing to release. There's I... no good blend you make. I don't understand why people keep referring to that as good whiskey. It's not. It's not good. I mean, I, I, everyone's got their taste buds and whatever. But like I was over at a friend's house. They're having a social distancing barbecue thing. And I brought over some booze. And I was like for myself to make cocktails and whatnot. And he was like, well, I've got some whiskeys in there. If you want, I've got some Buffalo Trace. And I, just, I didn't immediately like, Whoa! but I was just like, God, why? Why do people see, keep thinking this is good? You got any rich and rare? Like, you can... It's not that Buffalo... Well, we shouldn't say Buffalo Trace. It's no, not that it's bad. No, it's not bad. It's just like every other, Whis- like, starter whiskey. It's yeah, just started, like, like your... mixer whiskey. It's bare... Like, I'd put it a little bit better than Jim Beam. Yeah. Like, the, the you know, traditional bottle of Jim Beam. Like, it's of that caliber. It's not yeah. great. No. It's not like, wow, this is weirdly smooth or like, wow, this has some real interesting flavor to it. Like, it, nope, it tastes it, like bourbon. They dripped into an oak barrel and let it set for about four years and, and then, then they served it. Opened it up and said, here. Yeah. It's this is what this tastes like now. OK. Yeah. It's not wildly special, but whatever. This isn't a Buffalo Trace podcast. <laughs> we certainly rant on that shit. <laughs> We don't. It's. I just. I think it's for, because it's so it's popular. It's because people tout it as being really yeah. good, and then you drink it and you're like, yeah, this is just bourbon. Yeah. It's just kind of a lower end bourbon. Yeah, it's not special. Um. So yeah, today is we got the Crown Royal XO and the Jefferson's Reserve. I'm writing this down so I can keep my notes and fill. The void of we, silence. We have a sorry. I'm reading. I when we get to Chicago. Oh, we have a pretty stunning number for one day. Oh boy. Well, there were there were riots. Riots, 
And you can tell. Oh, boy. So. That's not great. Nope. Uh, well, to start off, let's uh, let everybody know, because I'll probably forget to do this in the intro, that you can find us at we are citizenwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send the podcast an email and say hi or request that we try a beverage, like we will try things other than whiskeys. If you would like us to try rums or vodkas or gins. Yeah, I will. I'll we'll like, try them. I'll try it. Uh, provided, you know, you're not asking us to try like a $500 bottle of something, you know, price yeah, we'll, bearing. We will try whatever it is that you send to us. Um, so if you want to reach out to us, citizen whiskey podcast at gmail.com, we have individual emails, citizen whiskey, Steve, at Gmail and Citizen Whiskey Drew at Gmail as well. Uh, if you want to reach out to us individually to uh, make complaints about the other, and we are on Twitter at Citizen Whiskey and Steve underscore Whiskey and at Drew underscore Whiskey. We have the podcast page and then our individual ones too. If you would like to interact with us in yeah. any way, shape, or form, there is a Facebook page that we don't look at. Yeah, I, I looked at. I, it. I'm at. I'm at the point of fuck mark zuckerberg and uh-huh. facebook a million percent yeah like that dude is he's just a trash person he's a horrible person so uh if you want to give us reviews or suggestions or say nice things or say bad, bad things, things or anything else in between uh reach out give We're us a shot super friendly most of the time most of the time all right. Uh, so, what do you want? We've we've got a lot of ground to cover. So, since the last time we have talked in this format, um, we have an ongoing pandemic to discuss. The government's poor response to it, the uh, number of infected and deaths in the country. We've had now a couple of um, white on black. Uh, murders and violence has ensued because of things. And there are now protests and rioting in the streets across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, sports have still not come back, but baseball players have risen to the cream of the crop of the douchebags. Douchebaggery. Like if you're looking at for a players association of like professional sports leagues and be like, which ones are the douchiest? The baseball players, Brought their bats to the fight, yeah, loved everyone to the death, and climbed to the top of the douchebag. Yeah, mountain. they did. Um, they they are not going to. Uh, even though baseball, there's zero revenue mm-hmm. is coming in. I mean, there's some jersey sales. I mean, a minuscule amount. Sure, way, way less than. But not from yeah. you know the TV contracts aren't paying. The yeah. you know you're not getting game revenue. Nope. And they want their full salaries because mm-hmm. it says it's guaranteed. And they're risking their lives. Fuck you play yeah, a game, no. dickhead. It's a game. It's a game. Now, mind you, you're good at the game, and so you get paid yeah. what the market will allow. But it's still a game. Yeah, and it's also historically a game that's very important to the American people. Mm-hmm. Think of it as fuck. Think of it as a fucking service right now. Yeah, we to distract people from all the horrible shit that's going on. I mean, look at the ratings for NASCAR races. I know it's bonkers. the highest ever they've ever had because it's live on it's TV. Something. Yeah, I mean they're getting ratings for old Super Bowls that Fox is showing on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I mean 
real football game ratings. Yeah, they're getting even though like, everyone knows the knows yeah, the outcome. They're still getting like ten million people yeah. to watch. I watch it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I routinely will watch like old. You know, I watch hardcore classics and yeah. stuff, and I watch old basketball games all the time. But yeah, it's but uh, all they need you need, and baseball seemed like the easiest thing to come back. Like, yeah, you're already kind of distanced. Yeah, playing the game <laughs> outfield, you're separated by bases. And... Yeah. You got ninety feet between bases. Yeah, and the pitcher's on his own mound, and <laughs> in the, the catcher's middle of by everything. himself. Every once in a while, a guy comes up to bat, like, "Hey, just don't breathe on me, bro." Okay, you know, pretty much. There's not a lot of contact in baseball nope. where you have to be worried about it. You can you can suck it up and go play. Like this ain't football. This ain't basketball. This ain't. I mean, even soccer is more physically yeah. close than baseball is for the most part so but these guys are bitches man oh, not all of them oh uh, yeah it's there's a lot of some of these guys are like whatever and it's the fact that they all get there enough of them get to vote that it's making like all the i'm sure there's a lot of those players who are like i just want to get back and play man yeah and some of those guys get, are I like get out of the house and i need these fucking checks yeah i need this money yeah like i, I make the league minimum, whatever you know, it is nowadays, but like five, ten. But I it's think. probably yeah, half a million dollars, it's half a million or, bucks. But but those guys aren't sitting on endorsement deals. No, and like, no. You take out taxes. I mean, yeah, it's they're t- so they're taking home a quarter of a million dollars a year to play. But they're living in New York City. Mm-hmm. That quarter of a million dollars doesn't go very far in New York as, City real yeah. estate, unless you're living in if unless, unless you're playing for Tampa. Yeah, like that money. You need, yeah. You probably need that money. You got a family to take care of. I mean, a lot of those guys when they get to the pros, they even even the lesser ones like they've got family they're trying to support. Like I made it to the pros, mom. Five hundred sixty-three thousand dollars a year. Yeah, I made it to the pros, mom. You and dad can retire. Like Mm. that's what those kind of cats are doing. So it's crazy. Get back there and play baseball, you sad bastards. Just go fucking play. All right, let's talk Canadian whiskey. Okay. All right, as we uh, indicated, we're drinking Crown Royal XO. What is that noise? Someone's drilling or weed eating or something. Oh. So we've got a very good... Somebody's fucking their blowing it, leaf blower yeah, going outside the window. A couple windows away. It's it got a very good Canadian uh, woodsy smell. Mm-hmm. You're right. It does smell very much like Crown. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a definite Crown odor. It's kind of sweet. A little bit. Soft caramel. What is the, uh, what's the term, Drew? We've got some legs on there. It's hanging on that glass a little bit. It is a little so bit. Oh, it, it is. Definitely got some sugar in there. Look at that. You got, and oh, it hangs, too. This is the uh, cognac cast. Right? Yeah, I would think so. that, that you're going to get a little bit more of the sugar in there. Mm-hmm. You even got some lines. Oh, wow. Cool. All right, let's try this shit out. Real smooth at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Get some burn now. It's sweet. You don't really get actually the. It's not as uh, oaky, not as wooded, woody as I would, Mm-mm. as I was thinking it was going to be. That's real interesting. That's not bad. No, I, I like. It's got a little bit got more heat on the back end than yeah. I'm 
normally like a big fan of. Like it's lingering still. Yeah, I still got the heat. It's still running down my throat. <clears> you <throat> got it. It's still like, hmm. So there's some alcohol. I mean, but, it's, what's the proof? But it's not up front, though. Like right when it hits your tongue, like it was not. No, it's super smooth. It was not Im- impressively like aggressive. That's the term, aggressive. Aggressive. It doesn't attack your mouth. It does. It fights back at the back end, though. Yeah, it's it kind of hangs. But let's remember, like that old Forester that we had. That first drink was like, mm-hmm. eh. and then the second one was like, oh shit, that's pretty and then good. By the third and fourth one, we were like, this is the best thing. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, that's one of the smoothest whiskeys coming right onto the tongue <clears throat> that I've had. Yeah, see, drink two, even though. So the burn is. A, it's significantly less. It's less. It's it's a late burn though. Yeah. Like, well, there it is. I've, yeah, I got it. And it's it. low, too. Mine's, yeah, mine's Way right down in here. my chest, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, that's an interesting... But that's... It's super smooth going in. Yeah. Like, that's... Like, it On just... The, in your mouth, rolls it's, in. It's real nice. You it's could take real, a way too big a drink of this. It's real pleasant. Oh, yeah. If you... Yeah. I could see, like... Mm. Ooh. It was oh. Probably too much. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instant hiccups. <laughs> Uh, no, that's really, it's really nice on the the start of that. Yeah. So what do you, what do you got tasting? What do you, what do you think? It's not as woodsy as I was thinking it was going to be. So I'm not going to tell you that it tastes like oak casks. I get cedar as far as oak, as far as a wood, like a sweet smell, sweet taste. Um, God, I know I say this every fucking time. It tastes like it's caramel, caramely. Oh, definitely. There's a sugary taste in there because it's it's the thickness. What? Yeah, that kind of the residue a little bit that kind of rests on your What's tongue. What's that? I want like to me it. I will describe it as it's not banana flavor, but banana texture. I don't know. Does that make sense? That, no, it does not. To, you're you can't describe it. But I've only had one. <clears throat> oh, that's true. You're not a big banana. So I would like not like like a solid banana thing, but like when you eat banana candy or something. like a laffy taffy. That, I don't know. It's it's that kind of sugary though. It's not like an overwhelming fruity sugar. Mm-mm, not at all. But it's a sugar that I I get like from a fruit. Is I don't know. Elegantly, deliciously balanced, delicious, balanced flavor with hints of vanilla, spice, and rich dried fruit. Okay, well, I could dried see. Fruit. I could see apricot. Yeah, I get some like the sugariness. I get a fruit out of that. I, I can't tell you what flavor I'm no, I picking don't. out, but oh my god, what? It gives a ninety-one out of a hundred for wine, the wine enthusiast. The wine enthusiast. Yeah. Oh. I'm looking at... What am I looking at right now? I'm looking at... Uh, I'm going to look at the... Uh... I'm looking at Drizzly. <clears throat> and they don't have a real review on here. That's not helpful. Way to go. What good are you? So here's a review. Is, is there a drink hacker? No, I looked. I did not see a Aww. drink hacker for this one. Not necessarily a, f- a fan. Had it a few times and felt maybe it's more for the robust whiskey drinker. I would you call this a robust whiskey? 
Would you call any Canadian whiskey robust? No. no. <laughs> I mean, and that's nothing against Canadian whiskeys. No. Because the two we've had... They're ve- they've been very polite. Very nice. Very gentle. And, and they're good. They're, they're sensitive lovers. Like, hey, just so you know, it's going to be real smooth going in, but there's going to be a little burn in the gonna back Going to get there, a okay? little bite on the back, okay? Okay. But, but don't worry. But don't worry. It won't hurt you. You take the next drink, it'll lessen. Yeah. We've tested it. We love you. All right? We're, we're Crown Royal. We're here for you. <laughs> We're here to make your night more pleasant. That's it. Thanks. Crown Royal XO furthers the signature blend from out from 50 of our finest whiskeys and then finishes them in cognac casks, resulting in both an extraordinarily complex and smooth expression. Crown Royal XO is an elegant whiskey that is des- deliciously balanced with hints of vanilla, spice, and rich dry fruit. Wow, this, it, these reviews are... Either real, real good. Or... Yeah, I'm seeing like kind of ho hum, like 3.8 to like 4.6, 4.7, like pretty high. I'm gonna look at. I thought it'd be better. Spirits review. They give it uh, overall a rating of an eight out of ten, and a value of a seven out of ten. Because this is somewhere in between forty to fifty dollars a bottle wherever you're shopping um appearance about about 50 clear light gold amber on swirling it forms an oily coat on the glass with a slowly forming droplet line then then legs so yeah that's that's accurate to what i saw their first impression subtly nicely subtle on the nose much more restrained than even the monarch 75th or whatever i don't know what that is um mellow toffee and rye spice notes with hints of cinnamon and whispers of nutmeg. Nutmeg? Whispers, Drew. Whispers. You know, <laughs> I couldn't tell you what nutmeg tastes like. I couldn't tell. I, not alone. Not by itself. I've never... It's always in, in something. Yeah. Or grated upon something. Uh, taste. Smooth and spicy with vanilla. Caramel. Okay. Citrus and slightly drying with a spicy finish. That is slightly warming with nicely citrus fruit finish. I don't. Christ, I don't like the way you write. I don't get citrus fruit. I don't get the citrus. I just get the sugary fruit. I get that. Uh, the cognac barrel finishes finishing knocks off a lot of rough edges off the whiskey, and adds fruit and citrus elements. I don't get citrus um, that lighten the profile nicely. Maybe we're not drinking it right. How are you supposed to drink it? You supposed, I don't know. This isn't like a wine thing where you do the. Well, I pull some air over it, and but I'm not getting any citrus. Mm-mm. But again, we're not refined. See that nice that little drink I had right there? That was like that was, that was the best one. Kind of the perfect amount. Yep, that was the it best wasn't one. And that's too big, the right amount because I'm I'm getting a little tiny bit. Mm-hmm. This this is this is one of the smoothest whiskeys I've ever put in my mouth. Yeah, at initially the, at the top. Yeah, I mean that's. It is. It's just warm as it comes in. This is definitely a, a the definition of a sipper. Just take small drinks. Yeah. Just small drinks and just keep keep it going. Try to keep them spaced out a little bit. Take some nice polite it does drinks. A good. It does a good numbing job on the tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a nice. It's a nice sipper. Like that one, like filled Ooh. my mouth and my nose, and mm. 
I like that. Yeah, this is this is good. I'd recommend this. Okay. Yeah, I, I probably more so than the caribou. Just a, a, a the caribou was just so gentle with you. <laughs> the caribou, I think I would give the caribou as a gift. Yes, like it's because it's beautiful. The box is beautiful. The mm-hmm. bag's beautiful. The bottle's beautiful. And if the person I was giving it to wasn't a regular whiskey drinker, they're definitely not going to drink it and go. Ugh. They're not going to be like, oh god, because that like it was smooth to drink. It was smooth and the, like there was there's, almost no burn. No, there's nothing you can do with it that is offensive in any way, shape, or form. No, it's like even a, the color. A model Canadian citizen. Even the colors are are not offensive in any way. But that's what I would do with that. The caribou, I would give that as a gift. This I would give to someone who I knew liked Crown. Sure. And, or, like, or likes Canadian yeah, whiskeys. Yeah, likes Canadian whiskeys and yeah. maybe shake it up. Here's one review I'm reading. Not a fan of Crown Royal at all, no matter what kind it is. Then why'd <laughs> you get it? Does, yeah, does, I hate Crown Royal. I'm going to try this. Does my go down smooth at all? Does not go down? Is that what does saying? my goo, does my go down smooth at all? Is this person from? Does 907 Love reviewed mm. that one. Okay. Does <laughs> I love how what they start? Area code is nine oh seven. You better look it up. I'm gonna look that up. I'm gonna write down some notes. For but that. who writes? I mean, why are you drinking it? Oh wow, Alaska. Okay. Weird place to hate Canadians. Yeah. Why why are you drinking it? Yeah, no shit. Okay, not a big fan. The whiskey isn't my favorite in general. That's not a review. It's okay if mixed with some ginger ale or something. Go fuck yourself. Fuck off. <laughs> Get Buffalo Trace for Do that not shit. Buy... Buy, buy Buffalo Trace for that shit. Do not buy a $50 bottle of whiskey and mix it. Mm-mm. If you buy a $50 bottle of whiskey and it, you don't like it, find someone who likes whiskey. Yeah, and they and will like give it. it. Give it to them and be like, I didn't like this. But it's good with Diet Coke if you want. But if you, yeah, just fuck off. Ugh. Oh, that's a, good, that's a great recommendation, Steve. If you buy a $50 bottle of whiskey and don't like it, find, it, find someone, find who, someone who, might, who will try it at least. Like, save it. Don't start mixing that with coke ginger ale ginger ale go buy yourself a 25 dollar bottle of crap go buy a bottle of r&r and go get some old crow don't ever buy old crow (laughs) yukon jack i drank cologne after i drank old crow see (laughs) i drank a bottle of gucci cologne (laughs) oh they're almost one the same no, I think the Gucci was better. It got a little bit more flavor in there. A little there. more flavor in there. I remember waking up with a bottle in my mouth. Oh, God. Old of crow cologne. Is, old Crow is some uh, aggressively bad shit. We gave my brother like 50 bucks to go to the store, and he came back with two bottles of Old Crow and pocketed the other Ooh. $30. <laughs> no doubt. All right. Uh, well, let's get on to a story here. Um, I've got one that I can tell you that's a, it's not a sad one. It's not an angering one since we're in a time right now. Are you right going to bring us bring our mood down? I'm not going to. No, I'm going to bring it up. Are you going to uplift? Be uplifting while we finish off our 
Canadian before we get into Jefferson. This is very good. I, I'm 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 imp- I'm actually impressed with this. Like as far as crown goes, mm-hmm. it's an impressive. Yeah, for being like you know the big distillers, the big the big name on the Canadian block. Like that was a big drink. Just, oh, okay. Yeah, no, don't do it. This, yeah, this no. is. I literally wrote down. I said. This is the definition of a sipper. Buy a big drink. It wasn't a big drink. It was the biggest one by far I've had so far. And it was punishing? Too much. <laughs> Too much. Flat up the nose. Went up the back way. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So I wanted to bring up a, a little article on History Daily. Since it's uh, since you came in today, right before we started recording, you got yourself a little meal from Westside Drive-In. Had yourself a chili dog. I did. So I wanted to bring by up the this way, article... Highly recommend the chili dog from Westside. <laughs> History of the hot dog. Why do we call them dogs? Where do they come from? Okay. So the story, again, is on uh, historydaily and .org and says, uh, there's nothing more America than a hot dog. You can find them being sold at street corners, baseball stadiums, and amusement parks or served at backyard cookouts, graduation parties. Okay, you don't need to list everything. And holiday celebrations across the nation. We got a greedy. No shit. <laughs> a holiday celebration. <laughs> Typically takes place on, on a holiday. They can be topped with cheese, chili, onions, jalapenos, pickle relish, and traditional ketchup in the mustard combination. Even though the hot dog is synonymous with America, the, hand, the handheld meals hail from Germany. Yep, they're Germany. The best country for worst sausages. That v- is W-U-R-S-T. Wiener schnitzels, right? <clears throat> They yeah they've they've been cooking up hot dogs for centuries long before it came to America and earned its canine moniker. Here is a brief story of the American hot dog, its German roots, and how it got its name. God, I wish we still had a Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> Every time we go to California, I eat the you Wiener go to the Wiener Schnitzel. I drive. We'll drive through a town and I'll see it. I'm like, what are you doing? We just ate. I'm getting a Wiener Schnitzel. Uh, so, according to legend, dating back around to the first century A.D., the Roman Emperor Nero. He who burned the city down instructed his cook Gaius to roast a pig one night. When the cook cut into the hog, however, he realized that the butcher had not properly cleaned out the animal's abdominal cavity, leaving its empty intestines inside. That's when Gaius had a stroke of brilliance. He removed the organ, stuffed the casing with minced meat and spices, and cooked it over hot coals. The dish delighted Nero and his guests and started a culinary trend. But while the Romans may claim the origin of the sausage, it was the Germans who made it their own. That's German, Germans tend to do. Now that will be ours. Yeah. <laughs> we will take that. Uh, notice, okay. So, uh, one German immigrant who lived in New York City in the 1860s, whose name has been lost to time to f- and had no fear of this association, I don't know what that means, Noticing that the shape of the hot German sausages he sold from his street cart resembled the body of a dachshund, an, ele- an elongated, stubby-legged German dog, and he started referring to them as little dogs. When another German immigrant, Charles Feltman, opened the first hot dog stand on Coney Island in 1871, he called his product Little Dachshund Sausages. Really? Yep. So, and then uh, Antoine... Fuchtwanger. What? Fuchtwanger. Fuchtwanger? E, yeah, it's Fucht. Fucht. F-E-U-C-H-T. Fucht. Fucht. 
Wanger, W-A-N-G-R. For probably like Fuchtwanger. 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 Oh, it's fucking Fuchtwanger. Another German immigrant pushed an infamous sausage cart around the streets of St. Louis in 1880. His red-hot sausages were known to be so hot that he offered each customer a pair of gloves so they wouldn't burn their fingers. The problem was that folks kept forgetting to return the gloves, and he was the, he was the one that ended up eating the cost. <laughs> Jesus. One day, his wife suggested he serve his Red Hots in a split bun. Ooh. Not only would it protect the customer's hands, she explained it was also a tasty addition. Hold on. So before this, people walked around with just a fucking the hot just dog in there? The, eating the dog, yeah. Holding, holding the dick? Mm-hmm. The flaccid dick? Mm-hmm. No bun? No bun. I mean, this is all to legend, presumably. Well, I mean, who's making shit up about hot dogs? Her brother just happened to be a baker. No shit. So her motives were certainly suspect, but you can't agree with her logic. So, hence the... Hot dog bun. The origin of the hot dog. So, and then it gets into, like, I won't read the whole article, but it gets into baseball and... Uh, cartoons and like their portrayal and like Nathan's hot dog eating contest and stuff like that. So hot dogs. How fun. That's, that's an interesting, that's an interesting story. I didn't know that like it, like that took like the first 1871 on Coney Island hot dog stand. Yeah. I didn't know that. And then you just, you'd be like just selling them fucking straight. Handing people hot dogs. Like two, like here's a tube of meat. Like, ah, that's so hot, you burns your hands? Initially, yeah. Be like, ow! I'm like, oh, I'll start giving people gloves. I'm like, hey, thanks, man. And I took off with a free pair of gloves and a hot dog. A hot dog? And so... Just uh, walking around eating a hot dog. His wife, the genius of the household, had to be Apparently. Like, hey, yo, get Tommy's buns and just stick them in between. We'll just split a bun down and you throw Cut the it, dog in put there. Put the dog in there. It lays like, in there. It's like it's supposed to be. Genius! And then it was born... The hot dog. Oh, Huzzah. Right. I'm just going to start reading this story to you. Yeah. I'm not going to read you the headline. Okay. Two men snuck into a bedroom with machetes after being hired to carry out a stranger's sexual fantasy of being tied up in his underwear and stroked with a broom. Only to discover... They had got the wrong address. (laughs) At what point do you realize that this may be the wrong house? Well, in their defense, the guy, it was a fantasy. So maybe they thought that guy, when they attacked him, was was playing along. along. The pair from Sydney, Australia, made their apologies and left the startled victim's bedside, bedside as soon as they realized their mistake. Yeah, at what point? Like, this is not my fucking fantasy. Like, this is your fantasy, bro. Like, we're stro- we're gonna stroke you with this broom. It's like, with, no, it's not. With machetes. I swear to God, you have the wrong person. With machetes in hand. So like, that, <laughs> like, what's your address? We like, we were told to come to twenty two twenty two West Spark Street. This is twenty two twenty three. It's oh. across the street. Oh, shit. Sorry, man. <laughs> According to court documents, a man living in Western NSW, New South Wales, yeah, near Griffith, wherever that is, sure. wanted uh, wanted a broom handle to be rubbed around his underwear. 
Steve, he was willing to pay up to how much if it was really, quote, really good. Uh, is this Canadian dollars? This or is US? Australian. Australian monies, which I don't know the conversion. So I'm going to say 500 Australian monies. <laughs> you're, you're, not, you're off by one digit. 5,000 Australian money. That is correct. Five. Are those like pesos? I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? What's, well, I'm going to look up the exchange rate. $5,000. $5,000. Units of monetary mm. value. I guess the Australians do use dollars. Um, that would be, that's the equivalent of 3,397 US dollars. 3,000. 3,400 bucks to wow. have m- armed men. Come into your home, tie you up with your own underwear. Yeah, yeah. Tie you up and rub a broom handle. How do they tie you up with your own? No, no, no. They in he was in his underwear. Oh, just while you're in just while you're in and being rubbed with a broom. I thought you meant being tied up like like (laughs) my boxers or what's tying my hands down. Well, you rip them in half, and I guess that seems very time intensive. Oh, so uh, so I'm in my so I want someone to break in. Tie me up while I'm in my underwear and stroke me with a broom. Yeah. And I'm willing to pay you 5,000 Australian monies for that. Wow. I'm in the wrong line of work. After hearing a voice asking, is your name Kevin? The man said he turned the light on in the lounge to see two men he did not recognize standing next to his bed, both holding machetes. A conversation then ensued in in which the pair repeatedly sought to establish whether he was Kevin, each time being told no in response. At one point, one of the men asked, are you sure you're not Kevin? As we were told to come to this address and pick up Kevin. Eventually accepting their air, the duo left with one saying... Sorry, mate. (laughs) And shaking the resident's hand while the other man said, bye. Fuck Australia. What the hell? Sorry, mate. (laughs) Are you sure you're not Kevin? Wait a minute. Come on. We're going to this address and find a Kevin. I'm not Kevin, man. Come on. Sorry, man. Kevin. I'm not Kevin. Are you sure you're not Kevin? I don't know. Oh, that's uh, like, fucking you need great. to get the hell out of my house, man. That is fantastic. Like, sorry, mate. And be like, it's all right. Like, fuck that. Hold on. Oh, Australian men. And then the headline, acquitted. After allegedly entering wrong home with machetes for sexual fantasy to sc- and scare a stranger. The facts of the case are unusual, Judge Sean Grant said. <laughs> Saying the evidence did not suggest the men's action were intentional. Sorry, Jesus mate. Jesus Christ. Fucking Australia. That's great. Wow. That's uh that's a whole That's that's real that's real good. That's okay. That's... Did, I wonder if they ever found Kevin. No. Hmm. Poor Kevin. He's just waiting all night. Probably with, all excited. With apparently thirty four hundred dollars just ready to pay out. With, with his like I've got up to five thousand Australian dollars in my nightstand. 
Just waiting for these things. That you guys can have. You probably didn't get a wink of sleep that night. Kevin was so excited waiting for those guys to show up. Uh, wouldn't you be? Well, if, if I was so jazzed at that, the prospect of being tied up by men in my underwear and being stroked with a broom, like if that was around my Around his underwear. Oh, being stroked with a broom around his underwear? Around his underwear, like, I'm guessing his genitals. Like around the underwear region? <laughs> I don't want you to actually touch the, the, the kibbles and bits. I just want to be around there. I want you to tease them with the broom. <laughs> no. Don't get your fucking broom around my nuts. Anybody? What become... kind of broom are we talking about here? <laughs> push broom. Yeah, are we talking like a push broom? Are we talking like like old witch broom, old style witch's broom? Yeah, like a like a hay broom. Yeah, there's a lot of different types of broom. We need to uh, establish this. Well, it doesn't it doesn't really elaborate. Jefferson. Um, did you put, do a little bit more Canadian? Mm-hmm. God damn. That was a that was another healthy sized drink there, sir. I wanted to, yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> it's a sipper. It is. It's a sipper. Listen, whoa, <laughs> man, that comeback gets you back here. It's the late burn is. It's fairly significant. Pretty violent. That's why you keep your drink. Keep it. Keep it a, a light sip on the Canadian, on the Crown Royal. It, it almost punishes you for being impolite to it. <laughs> it's, it's a very how strict, dare you? It's a very strict Canadian. <laughs> You will drink us slowly and, and then methodically. Will, and then you will drink us slowly. <laughs> and you will have a good time if you go a little crazy on us. No one's taking shots of me, okay. Oh, no. Don't take a shot of that. Oof. No, that'd be bad. All right, By the way, so... if you're going to take shots, don't. Just or do a shot of tequila. Yeah. Yesterday with the margaritas, because the house margaritas are usually pretty weak. Yeah. So we just add them. Yeah, you put it in. Yeah. A little um, Yeah, I'm just... Shots anymore is just a... The only thing I could, you know, really be convinced into taking a shot of is, is Jaeger. And that's because I don't mind the taste. Like, it doesn't bother me. But I have no, des- I have no desire. I think I still have a bottle of Jaeger in my freezer from about 10 years ago. I have no desire to take shots. All right. You know what I mean? Just in case. No. No, but you know what I mean. Like, it's not. Um, all right. So, what do we got here? We're gonna talk. A, you want to talk a little sports? You got another story? What do you I want? Got a, I got. I got a couple. I got a little story. Okay. This is, and then we'll get into our Jeffersons. Okay. I want you to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask this much. Like, guess the. Okay. <clears throat> a teenager. Driving his father's car. And this was from May 12th. Okay. So during pandemic. During pandemic. This is in, this is in Canada. In Canada. So in okay. Ontario. It was a, he's driving his father's Mercedes. Was, were clocked going how fast? Is this kilometers or miles per hour? We can do either one. Okay. Because uh, I have both numbers. Then I, I'm American, so I'm going to go with the weird measurement. Okay. I'm going to say 112. You are a long way off. He was clocked doing 191 miles an hour, which which is the equivalent of 308 kilometers per hour. That essentially is covering a football field a second. What kind of Mercedes is this? Just a Mercedes. It's not a special one. It looks like a S. 
E3. 190? 191. Down a hill? Nope. On a freeway. They have the video post from the radar gun. Yeah. What? 280 feet a second. That's real fast. That's insane. That's race car level. The officer, the arresting, the arresting officer, because mm-hmm. it was an arrest. Was oh, made, yeah. He got booked. Said he's never seen our car go that fast. It's the fastest speed I've ever heard of for on a, a free for, on a freeway. Yeah, the driver was obviously taken off the road immediately. Oh uh, yeah, uh, the speed limit for that particular road. You want to take a guess? It's probably like seventy kilometers an hour. Hundred kilometers an hour. Six, okay. Sixty miles, basically sixty sixty two right. miles an hour. So he was going th- over three times the speed posted speed. Oh, I guess limit. it was a freeway. Yeah. Okay. I mean, when I got my ticket, my speeding ticket in Canada, I was going 100 miles an hour. 191. 191. Does it say what model of Mercedes that is? I'm trying that to it was. Look, but... It's, I mean, it has to have a... It's not a high-end Mercedes. Pretty significant engine in there. You get to 191. I mean, Mercedes are known with... They got some giddy-up. Yeah, but 191 is a that's a pretty high watermark. That's super fast. It's just a silver. It's yeah. It's not a. It's not a hot. It just like looks like every Mercedes. The Mercedes a- AMG GTR is the fastest vehicle you can buy for Mercedes Benz. Its twin turbo 4.0 V8 engine enables it to hit 160. Or able to hit 60 miles an hour from a standing start in 3.5 seconds. Its top speed is also superior to other Mercedes-Benz models at 198. So what's what's that one look like? That's a fucking race car. This is not a race car. Yeah, so I think there's some embellishment going on. You think so? Yeah. 191 in a store-bought Mercedes. Well, I mean, it might have had some upgrades. There has to be. Like, I mean, I'm not don't... buying it. Fucking no. (laughs) Fucking no. I'm calling some bullshit on this. 191 is... That's fast. Too fast. We're like just a standard like SL or something. It's not... It doesn't doesn't look like a high-end Mercedes. But I'm not a connoisseur of Mercedes. I'm yeah. I'm gonna pull up just like a regular old like C class or A class. I'll pull up. Can't really see on the back of this fucking thing. I want to say it says CE3 on the back or two. All right, we'll pull up an E class and I'll look. All right, so continue. So, well, no, his kid was arrested. Blah, blah, blah. Fine. Still, that's fast. We'll agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so like an E class. Coop, it says like top speed is like one thirty. So, so you you could put on a turbocharger. Yeah, there had there either is some modifications. I mean, there are some things you can do. I think with nitrous, you could for a short burst, you could pull off. C class is like one fifty five. Oh my god! Yeah, I I'm calling either there's some modifications this thing or yeah, I don't know. That 191's that's cooking. that's moving. That's fucking cooking. 
Cooking with fire. All right. Well, that was fun. You want to talk some Chicago? Sure. Do I? <laughs> so it might be depressing. This is considered the weekend progress. Five thirty-one okay. to six-six. So basically, we're two days. High in. of the riots. Yeah, we're two days in. Mm-hmm. Total shot for two days. It's not. It's not. It's not insane. Like it's. But for two days. But for two days, I mean, it seems like a lot. I'm uh, too. No, that's too much. Is it? Okay, yeah. good. Okay. It's not in, but it's a lot for if you think about like it started yesterday. Right. All right, then one fifteen. About half that, fifty-seven. Okay, good. I was getting scared that you were going to tell me it was like three hundred and eighty of those. The total homicides sixteen. So last, so to get put this in perspective, basically that's one day. I mean, yeah. um, Last month. Total shot in Chicago. This is Chicago proper. 390 last month. Jesus. Yeah. 81 homicides. There's a lot of people getting shot in Chicago. There's a lot of people getting kind of shot and things happening everywhere right now. It's it's not great. Three A person is shot every three hours and eight minutes. Jesus. In Chicago. And stay away from Garfield Park. Is that where there's a lot of activity? That's where the most are. So far this year, there's been 117 shootings. Jeezy crazy. In that neighborhood. And it's not a big neighborhood. Must be the flashpoint for some territory. Whoa. From territorial disputes. So the next closest is the Austin neighborhood with 114 shootings. Yeah, I bet those are like areas, like especially if it's a... Oh, if, yep, right next to each other. Yep, it's a park, and it's like distribute distributing territory, you know, disputes. Yep, they're right next to each other. Yeah. Um, so stay away from that fucking... That's not even south side. You're close enough to Canada. Drive drive on up to Canada. Get your drugs up there. Right? Don't buy local. Buy Canadian. Please. They need your help. They need help. Yeah. If you reduce the if you reduce the demand for the drugs, the suppliers will go away. That's true. They will cease distribution. Please until the lockdown is over. Please stop. <laughs> you can kill each other later. You want- Lockdown or COVID is still active. Please go home. Uh, All right. So let's get into some Jefferson. Little review on the Jefferson. Smells like Jefferson. It does. It's unique. It smells smooth. Mm -hmm. It does. It smells. It does. Like it's a bourbon, and it. But you don't. I mean, obviously, it smells like alcohol, but like it doesn't have that like really alcohol smell that you normally get with a bourbon. It's, if you get deep in there. Yeah, you have to really inhale some of the vapors. Um, it's got some good cling on the glass. It's just a beautiful amber liquid of joy. It is good. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't. it's not overwhelmingly alcoholic on the nose. It smells delicious. 
Smooth on the tongue. Smooth going down. Slight burn. Not bad. Not bad at all. It's already gone. It's not clean. Like the the crown, like I was still feeling it at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it sits back there and it's like, it's like trying it clings. To... Yeah. Like this, it, it's gone. God, it's, that's good. You drink it, you swallow, you hit it like a burn for about a second to two seconds. And then it's gone. And it's just gone. It's a wonderful, wonderful beverage. Um, it's it's very traditional in its flavors. I would say it's it's got you know your traditional woodsy, you know your whatever barrel it was in. It's like it's like that oak. It's got the caramel. It's got you know a touch of like a fruit to it. Mm-hmm. But. It- what makes this super special? God, it's just it, it's just so smooth. Um, I do have the drink hacker on Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Okay. You ready? Oh, here we go. You ready for drink hacker? Drink hacker. Okay, we have touched on this in the past. I hacker time. We did read this one. Um, they do give it an A minus. Mm-hmm. Um, he gives it an A minus. This this is Drew Beard. Okay. Who gives it the A minus? Uh, he said the nose is more balanced than because they did it a couple of times, and so he says the nose is more balanced than we last remember, with plenty of familiar cinnamon, but enough sod oak dry tobacco, so it's got like some kind of traditional bourbony notes to it Are on the nose. Kidding? On the palate, it's honeyed and sweet with an initial wave of brown sugar and baking spice. The heat is nicely dialed in, providing the coveted Kentucky hug. Things soften and evolve on the mid-palate with a savory pastry and stone fruit notes, peach cobbler almost, and creamy vanilla custard. The the generous finish is all chewy caramels and vanilla bean with just a, with just a bit of barrel char. It's a great bourbon, drinking maybe even better than I remember and at a fantastic price point. So you will find this for about 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's... Not something you buy just willy-nilly to just try it. No. If you like whiskey, I say go buy it. Yep, go get it. G- give you, it a shot. You will not be disappointed. If you're a whiskey drinker, this is like you're going to want to pour yourself a finger and just luxuriate on one drink. On mm. Just drink it neat. If you're a person who likes to knock back the burn a little bit, Either get a big cube or drop in a touch of water. Yeah, a touch don't, of water. Or... Don't like fill it with small ice cubes. No, do do the big rock and let it mingle with that. Yeah, it's oh god, it's so smooth and just yeah, it's a it's a keeper. No, it's 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 something that if you're establishing like a, a shelf, a bar, or something at home, it's something that you want to keep regularly on yeah regularly in your in your stash yep because it is definitely something you can drink pretty pretty routinely no this is something you could you i wouldn't feel bad at all coming home and pouring myself a glass of it and sitting down and being like it's my after dinner drink yeah or you know just this is yeah it's definitely not something you're gonna overindulge in because i mean at 50 bucks a bottle it's not something you want to like i'd I'd like a pound of that thing with some whiskey cokes and like you're not gonna do that <laughs> again if you're it's like a drink maybe two a night like one oh. solid dram just 
And then just a little just, refresh. Yeah, just sip on it. If, I mean, if you want to stretch it out a little bit, throw a rock in there. Mm-hmm. It's real good. Yeah, it's it's a damn damn fine bourbon. You know how you can tell if a whiskey, if how I can tell if I love a whiskey, is if I can remember the exact first time I had it. Mm-hmm. And with this, I do. I remember the look on your face <laughs> when you're like, "Oh, I got something you, I got something you gotta try." Like, just pour yourself a little bit. Yeah, it was. You got it for your birthday. I got it for my birthday a couple of years ago from good friend Sam. And you she went and she just wanted to go buy me. She knew I liked whiskey and she went and bought a bourbon just for the birthday. She's like, I just wanted to buy you like a nice bourbon. So I just thought this one might be good. Like she didn't know much of it at the time. Oh, Ivy was still alive then. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. And she gave it to me for my birthday and we had some and like I was at another person's house and we tried it and I immediately was like, whoa, okay, Sam. You need to try this. And I think I gave a couple more drinks out to other a couple other people who needed to try, who would appreciate it. And then I just took the bottle and I was like, I'm going to put this aside. No one else can touch this. God. And I'll never forget like trying that and being like, that's not real. Like That's not. Uh, let's see. We've got distiller.com. They give it a distiller score of 84 out of 100, I presume. The average Consumer rating is 3.62. So I bet you got a lot of people out there like, it burns. Yeah, well, a lot of people shouldn't be drinking it. Uh, Jefferson's Reserve bourbon is made from four different bourbons, all with different ages. Uh, This very old batch is meant to be more complex than the more approachable standard version. Really? I'd like to see what the standard version is then. If it's more approachable. Hmm. Batches for this bottling are made from 8 to 12 barrels as opposed to a few hundred like some brands. Bottled at a higher proof and then standard Jefferson's as well. 90.2 proof rather than 83. Damn, the regular Jefferson's is 83? 83. 83 proof. I might need to find this uh, the standard Jefferson's because that doesn't even barely meet like bourbon standards. 83 is 41.5. That's, that's not. Doesn't it have to be 40? I thought it had to be at least 45%. Five to be a bourbon. To be considered a bourbon. Maybe I'm wrong. This is 45.1. Let's look. Uh, bourbon requirements. Ooh, history lesson. <clears throat> oh, 80%. So 40% alcohol. Yeah, bourbon must be distilled to no more than 160 proof. 80% alcohol. So it can't be more than, oh, more than 80%. Bourbon must be aged in new charred oak barrels. Bourbon may not be introduced to a barrel, to the barrel at higher than 125 proof. Hmm. Yeah, 80. Or... Yeah, 80 doesn't seem right. Bourbon minimum proof. But whatever. Bourbon may not be introduced to the barrel at higher than 62.5% alcohol. Yeah, bottled like other whiskeys at 80 proof or more. So 80 is where the cut. So 40% alcohol is the cut. Interesting. I thought it was higher than that. So did I. I'm looking... 
Must be made in the, in the United States. Does not have to be made in Kentucky. Whiskey can be aged in barrels. Must be barrel aged for two years. The mash must be 51% corn. Nothing can be added but water and only to lessen the proof when necessary. Mm. Other whiskeys can add color and flavor, not bourbon. It must be all natural. Delicious. <laughs> That's we why need it's... To, we need to go tour some distilleries mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then record, like, we'll bring all this shit on the road with us, and we'll record a podcast at a, at a hotel or something. Right off, right after we left the yeah. distillery. Like, hey, we just got we back We just from... went to the place. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some pizza. <laughs> yeah, and then you'll eat yeah. into the mic the whole thing. Um, Ooh, that's good. All right, oh, so we're Steve. coming up on about an hour. I know, it's wonderful stuff, man. It's just great. God. I just love it. It's real good. Um, so we're coming up on about an hour here. Let's. Um, so the ongoing pandemic is still a thing. Mm-hmm. 2020 really is uh, kicking everybody in the fucking nuts. So we have the pandemic, and right now we are currently dealing with some uh, added protests and riots over the death of George Floyd. Uh, but let's focus on the pandemic for right now. Um, in the United States, since uh, we'll go like the end of February, beginning of March, when they really started tracking this stuff, how many confirmed cases do you think there have been in the United States since that time? In the United States? Mm-hmm. Fuck, I... Well, we we surpassed a hundred thousand deaths. We did in the U.S. Yep, two million. Just about. We're at one point eight four million. Okay, so that constitutes twenty nine percent of the cases worldwide are here in the United States. For whatever reason, we have the lion's share by a long way. But we know well that's going to change shortly. With South of America. confirmed cases and stuff. With South oh, America. God, yeah, did you see Brazil? Yeah. They're, did you see the satellite pictures? Things are going to start getting real bad down there. Did you see the satellite pictures mm-hmm. of the mass graves? No. Thousands and thousands of really? holes in the ground ready to be filled. And yeah, some, well, some, you can see where it's a field again. Mm. Which means those holes were yeah, filled. Well, Bolsonaro is not exactly a, no, no, not a good. good human being. No, no. Um, so we have 1.8... 4 million confirmed cases and we have at, as it stands right now 106,000 deaths Jesus. and counting so it is slowing like we're we were at a at a pace before when like when New York and Jersey and Boston were getting hit really hard it was like 35 36,000 cases a day mm-hmm. today so far we're at a, just under 22,000 we're at 217 and then deaths were like 605 for today so far. Um, and before we were getting at like 1,500, almost 2,000 deaths a day. Um, so we have slowed, but now with the relaxing of standards and Well, and with everything that's and going on. That leads into uh, protests and riots. So uh, last week... A video started circling on social media of a man 
uh, in Minneapolis, right? Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, George Floyd, he was being detained by officers for allegedly writing a bad check. Or no, allegedly passing a, a counterfeit counterfeit bill. bill. Yeah, a uh, counterfeit bill. So already the police response to this issue a little heavy-handed. Um, and in the subsequent videos that have come out from security cam footage and cell phone footage, uh, they he was not combative. He was detained. He was pushed down onto the ground. Whereupon three officers knelt upon him, like one on his legs, one on his midsection, and finally... One on his neck. One person had his knee right at the back of his neck, like pushing him into the ground. How long did he have his knee on there, Steve? He had his knee on his neck for roughly nine minutes. Nine minutes. During which, over the course of those nine minutes, he exclaimed many times that he could not breathe. And he could not breathe, and he could not breathe, and he started calling out for his mom, and finally went silent. And then when they reached down to check for a pulse, they did not find one. Nope. So the police in Minneapolis, those four officers involved in this, there's three that were actually putting physical pressure on his body, and there was one officer there that was uh, standing guard and actively intervened when people tried to approach because they were concerned about George Floyd. So those four officers killed the man. Yeah, they killed him. They killed him dead. The medical examiner's report came out today, and they said that it is confirmed it was a homicide. Asphyxiation from sustained pressure. So George Floyd was murdered by the police, and it was videotaped by a number of people. There were four murderers involved, mm-hmm. and they should all be charged right fucking now. Well, they charged Derek one of them. Chauvin, the person that was kneeling on his neck, has been charged and has been taken into custody. And, the other you know, three officers need to be charged with, at the very least, manslaughter. I, I will give them this when they and, and yes, they should. But as far as a investigation, police brutality. Mm-hmm. You know, it happened on Monday. He was charged on Friday. In the, in those kind of kids, that's fast. That really oh, is. Oh, they, yeah. They've these said things it's the fastest. Take, these things take years. It is the times. fastest. Um, that it's the, an officer's been charged. Been charged with, yeah, yeah. In state history. That is fast. Well, it's was pretty evident. Well, no, I know. <laughs> and, I'm, and good for them for taking the action they did. Yeah. But, you know. It's... And I've I've asked I keep on thinking of this when I would and maybe you're the same age as me when you were a kid don't you remember the cops in movies and TV shows and stuff they would never fire or react with deadly force unless fired upon is that something I'm making up in my mind no that's that I always thought that was the rule so why if a person is not struggling and resisting like why is it why are they so quick to the he was, taser he and was pepper in, spray he was in handcuffs right yeah so he was restrained yeah there's no need throw him in the back of the car put the leg chains <clears throat> on him and throw him in the back of the car yeah let him flop around back there what's he gonna do nothing if he hurts himself he hurts himself but that's on him yeah but at no point do you need to be ex- exerting physical violence on his body to subdue him. He was subdued. Mm-hmm. 
He was. He was. You have four officers there. Three of pick, three of which were laying on him. Yeah, you can pick him up and throw him into the back of the squad car and be like, "We need to resolve what's going on." Like it could have been handled so much better, and a lot of these cases can need to be handled so much better. But that sparked protests in Minneapolis that then quickly turned into riots, and yep. the, the genesis of those is still up to debate. There's a lot of videos of white people. Uh, inciting some of the rioting and some of the violence. There's Looting. a video of a police officer uh, in a gas mask and covering himself up, smashing the windows of a certain auto zone that burned down. Uh, so there's a lot of weird stuff going on, almost like there's some groups out there that want to incite the protests and, and turn them into riots. Yeah. Um, but at any rate, the black people in this country have a right to be mad and they have a right to be upset and i am 100 percent behind their right to protest uh, the looting and stuff i mean it, it's happening there's white people looting there's black people looting in la yeah long beach is another spot that's big yeah i mean the looting is not doing you any favors, as given tonight. Apparently, Donald Trump is trying to get to a point where he can declare martial law in this country. Which like, means he's the king, then. Do you really want to give that man any more authority over you? That means he makes the rules. Yeah. Legally. That, that's what that means. Which, if, that's, if this is the case... He can stop the election if, if there's martial law. If that's the case, if every single Republican does not freak the fuck out, then you people, if you declare, if you define yourself as a Republican, it was the support of Trump the entire time. If he declares martial law and then like puts the election on hold in the United States, tells you when you can be out in the streets in the United States, if you still support him after that, you don't you. Are uh, just a cowardly pile of fucking shit. Horrible. Like everyone kept. Everyone keeps saying it's the. It was the Democrats. It's Barack Obama's going to take away your gun, take away your freedoms. Like, nope. Nope. It's your guy. Your guy's going to do it. Wants to. He do wants it. to do it. Yeah. It's because it's then he can be the king. Yeah. It's getting scary, and you if people need to realize like when the fucking Daily Show did a. Uh, spoofy bit before the election in 2016 about what it would be like in Trump's America. And they were literally like feigning that there would be riots and people would be hiding out and the world, the country would be under martial law and shit. Like, Whoa, Hey, guess what? Guess what? We're getting real fucking close to a spoofy, goofy comedy show routine about Donald Trump's fucking America. (sighs) That man is stupid and evil. That's a problem. Like, you don't want him to have any power. So if you're out there rioting, go home. If if you're protesting, protest peacefully. Keep it peaceful. I know the cops, there's been a lot of videos of cops taking shit too yeah, fucking like, far. But well, This whole shock troop thing where they sit and they yeah. bang their nightsticks. Mm-hmm. As they march. Yeah. Did you see the video of the people in Minneapolis that the the stormtroopers basically coming down the street? And oh, and they're on their porch. They're on their porch filming it. And the dude just said, light them up. Yeah. And they just started shooting rubber bullets they at were on. They were on <laughs> their, their porch. porch. They were basically in the confines of their homestead. Yep. And, and they still got fucking shot at. And you heard, 
light them up. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Like, like there's vi- there's tons of videos of cops that need to be found and prosecuted. Look, the, there's always going to be bad cops. There's going to be bad anything. Yeah. But. True. But like, the okay. vast majority of the institution of policing needs to police itself. Yeah. You need to purge these bad cops. They need to or be out. or be more than willing to out them mm-hmm. when shit goes south. If you hear if the if it's something racist that gets said in the locker room, if it's an arrest that is a little bit too much, like the police need to do this for themselves. Yeah, like this is. There's so many examples of cops that do things well. Yeah, they that do the we joke. don't get enough that don't get enough light because of this shit that goes down when you kill a another unarmed black man or Hispanic man or anything. And then there's, and then every single time you have that, you have a fucking white guy who's holding the hatchet and a knife and swinging it at cops. And they just cat, they just patiently wait mm-hmm. him out. Okay. They don't tase him. They don't pepper spray They're him and throw him. him to the ground. They don't fucking shoot him. They let him work it out and they arrest him without incident. Why do why does that shit not get extended to a black man? Like I'd, it immediately goes to violence every like, fucking yeah, time. Yeah, it's like and, and and like it's not like he was a seven hundred pound monster of a man who was no. walking around ripping car doors off. It was an accusation that he might have allegedly passed a bad uh, fake twenty dollar bill. Yeah, they were detaining him. A fake like even if it was for twenty dollars. Like why are why are there four fucking cops there? Yeah, you you don't need four cops. Yeah. Hey, can we talk to you for a second? Can I talk to you for a second, sir? Just one second. Like the the store that you just bought that at, like thought that this might be a fake. A fake. Bill. Like, where did you get? This? Where did you get this bill? Yeah. Did you like, get it I from? Just got out of the ATM. Yeah. Did you get it from the ATM? Did you get like, it from a store? Can I get your name for my report? Yeah. And so what store do you think you got a twenty from? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Go so to that store. See what's you there. You don't need to detain. Nope. You don't need to do anything like that. You just need to say, like, hey, can I take five minutes and ask a couple questions about this $20 bill? You By the way, the, the passing of counterfeit bills happens a lot. Oh, yeah. We see it almost every day. Why do you think every time you go to the fucking casino, if you give that, when you give them their money, they always take a random bill and they hold it up? Yeah, and they're they checking it. it. Every single time we, we we get it, it's it's fairly. And I wouldn't say every day, but every other day we get fake hundreds. Yeah, and they're real good. Yeah, there's some people that do a damn fine. They're job. real, real good. And you, because if well, and if you make the smaller bills, if you make the fives and the tens and the twenties, people aren't going to check those as often. Nope, twenties don't get checked hardly at all. Yeah, not anymore. Remember when they changed the twenty, and that's like why the whole point yeah. was like they'd have that little strip in there. Mm-hmm. I had a friend who would. Um, take the 20 and some tweezers and pull that little strip out. Yeah. And he kept like a little pile of I remember you strips. Could, I remember you could pull that strip out. Yeah. I, don't know. I was like, why are you doing that? He's like, I just like having them. It's funny. I'm like, okay. You're an idiot. If someone actually checks that 20 and they don't see the strip, they're going to A, not take that as currency yeah. and B, might call the police. But whatever. Um, Store empty, nothing left. So yeah, Black Lives Matter. They do. All lives matter. They do. But um, yeah, it's getting kind of scary out there. I mean, we're in the in a fucking weird bubble of 
Do you think something. part of this is because everyone's been cooped up for so long? I think, yeah, oh, for sure. And it's like it's an ex- escape. It's it's a two month release of some anxieties and angers and just you know isolationism. That, but they're not social distancing. No, but a lot of them are still wearing masks, and like you see, a lot of the protesters. That's true. A lot of them are wearing the masks. mask up and stuff. Um, not all of them, obviously. It's not that, but. Yeah, it's it's a bad. It was a bad mix of events. That um, yeah, something really needs to happen. We at a time when this country really, really needs leadership, we don't have any. You know, we don't have any. We haven't had any in a long time. Four years to mm-hmm. be, you know, more accurate. Three um, and three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's um. It's and it's not just leadership from the presidency. It could be leadership from fucking anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you need no at a time, and that's the worst time because it's at a time when a pandemic's when people are supposed to be isolating, being at home, and they're trying to lead from their fucking webcams. Mm-hmm. You can't like there need we need to have those leaders be out in the streets to quell. And you see, this, like. Rioting. You like, see those videos of the sheriff's department that are, you know, monitoring these protests, mm-hmm. and the protesters are up in their face, and the cop will, and the sheriff will be like, "What do you want from me?" Yes, and then the some... protesters are like, "Walk with us." Yeah, and, and they put their guns do. down and they walk with them, and then that protest is peaceful. It's peaceful and everything's fine. Yeah, that's a sheriff on a county level. Yeah, that reaction. That's what the leader of this country needs to be doing. Yeah. He needs Indeed. not not to say, stop it or I'm calling the army. Yeah. You loot, we shoot. You know, yeah. We don't need it. Like, we have people like Matt Gates, pile of shit House of Representatives member. Jesus. Like, you have people like that who are basically inciting fucking violence. Mm-hmm. They would love nothing more than to see more dead black people. Well, they want to be quite honest. You want to have a race riot? Let's do it. Yeah. We got like, more guns than you. You've got a bunch of white, stupid, fuck, militia, tiny dick assholes who want nothing more than to shoot people. Yeah. Like just incel, not having sex because no one wants their ugly, stupid ass. Like you have a bunch of those fucking people out there that are causing more harm to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, God, it's just it's scary, and we live in we live in Boise, and it's just we're far removed from any of this shit. Like we haven't had anything really go down here. We had a protest on Saturday that you know that a couple people showed up to two hundred black people that live in this fucking city went to, but you know we it's we're, you know we are in a privileged spot as a we're privileged white men, and yes we. As white men, we are privileged. We know that. Yeah. Um, I'm not arguing. I mean, no, it's not. It's not untrue. It's not. It's nothing I can help. No, <laughs> I can't change the way I was born. I'm sorry. My parents were both really white too. Real white. So were mine. I'm a quarter Spaniard, though. I'm surprised. That's a little odd. My mom, my grandmother on my mom's side, is she came. She's a Torina is her last name. Really? Yeah. She came from Spain. That's weird. Yeah, you don't see you don't and see any of that. My mom was half, and then I'm. I don't see that. In, I, just, I I tan. Yeah, but I mean, I see pretty well, but I try to avoid it. 
sunburns are bad. And I don't they, like melanomas. They will kill you. I've already had too much cancer. Yeah, you've already had all the cancer. I've been telling people that I can't get it twice. They don't believe me. It's because it's not true. Because it's that science true. Science says you can. Oh, what really? What can you have it twice? Yes, Steve, you can. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, no, I'm just. I see all this shit that's going down, and I just. I don't trust this new GOP, this new Republican Party. As far as I can fucking throw them, they're all cowards and bootlickers. And for whatever reason, they've all just prostrated themselves at Donald Trump's feet. They're sucking his teat, man. And I don't like he's loud and stupid. Like, let's raise him up. Like, we'll make him. Oh, you're good. We're loud and stupid. Let him. I don't under like Lindsey Graham learned at John McCain's side. That the more and it, the more times you say it, the more unbelievable it is to me. And it blows my mind. If John McCain was alive, he would be the loudest member of the Senate right now, saying, "What the fuck are you people doing?" Yeah, he's the president. He's not your fucking leader. No, like he's, his ideas can be bad too. The Lindsey Graham has just oh the one eightiest of one eighties. Yeah. On Donald Trump and just sucks up to this guy. He he's just a, he's has his entire fucking face buried in Trump's ass. Mm-hmm. Deep. And is just licking it up and just being like, it's the greatest thing I've ever tasted. Oh, what was that I saw? I saw the thing. So when Trump tweeted about the, what was it, the SARS or H1N1 or whatever mm-hmm. it was, when Obama went golfing the yeah. day that the second person died. Mm-hmm. And Trump was golfing the day we crossed 100,000. Yeah. He needs to be working, not out golfing. Yep. You went golfing. He goes... But it's different. What have we spent, like, 300 plus million dollars? Million? On his golfing trips? Like, the United States of America? Yeah, Yeah, but he's draining the swamp, dude. Yeah. And he donates his his paychecks to (sighs) charities. Fuck off. But he's costing the country literally billions he's of dollars. He's using this. He's using our money. At the end of the day, I have, like, when he leaves the White House, I need to know how much money his family, so not just him, not his personal accounts, but the business and all of the family members, I need to know billions. what their bank accounts went from, from January the beginning? 2016 or from January 2017 to Bill- when he leaves. I bet that family is finally truly billionaires. Billions. I think they were fake billionaires there for a while. Yeah. I think they were hundreds of billions, I would think. And that's just what we we could find here. Mm -hmm. That's not counting overseas interests. He has that whole group of people, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like we can scam everyone, guys. That's what he's doing. All make billions of dollars. That's why he has all the people in his family, quote unquote. In the government. In the government. With security clearance. Yeah. Because they can control the room. Yeah. And And no one can say anything. Yeah. I don't know if he just bought off all these people or if they're just as weak-willed as I think they are. Or Lindsey Graham, you know, has some questionable things and Trump's like, hey, support me or this tape comes out. Like, everyone will truly know that you're gay. That you like... But everyone already knows that you're gay, Lindsey. Everyone already knows. Lindsey... You'll it's like, not even that he's this, this first no, name. He that's just, a southern name. It's I get he it. just is a very effeminate. He's the most effeminate. <laughs> even for a southerner. Yes. Yeah. 
He's he's Dale Baskets for sure. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. God, I don't. Hey, so hold on. Let me see if I can bring us up, bring you up a little bit. All right, All right. we're an hour twenty. Let's do okay. This. Do you now? Just I want you to I, think think on this. We'll talk about it when we record next. Mm-hmm. August third. There's going to be an auction, and they're going to auction off the XFL's assets. <laughs> <laughs> Would you be interested in joining this, putting a little money up and joining this auction and seeing what we can get? Maybe a hundred bucks. We each put in a hundred bucks. Sure. And just see what we see what see, see what, what kind thing of we, can, we can pull down. we can get. Yeah. From this fucking shit dumpster fire professional football league. Because I bet we could probably get some real shit. Yeah. Even if we just got a couple a box of couple boxes of jerseys or a couple boxes of footballs we could donate the footballs to youth camp whatever yeah i'd I'd put some money into it just i want to i want to register for this thing and see what we can get (laughs) because the shit ain't gonna sell no i mean i do like the fact that vince mcmahon when he filed made himself one of the people that could buy it back (laughs) (laughs) maybe he'll just end up buying it all day with no debt and at uh, pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Uh, might bring this back again. Yeah, I wouldn't like yeah, we could try to get some I just I want to register and just some kind official of XFL license. See what goods. kind of shit we could what, pick who's up. Who's doing it? Sudbees or uh, let's see. Uh, judge ruled. Some other auction house. Yeah, it doesn't really say the auction house, so I'll do a little more research. But Yeah, I'm down. August 3rd, we have some time. At least one bidder has described as very capable of rejuvenating the league if it wins the bid for the league. Like for the, oh, so they're going to bid the, the, the well, rights the, to They're the bidding. They're, it's all the assets, so everything down so to everything the pens. From... Everything down to the pens and the, and the letterhead are being auctioned. Cool. We should shoot for some fucking jerseys or helmets. Something. Yeah. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? Just... Yeah. Why do you have a selection of why do you have a fifteen <laughs> random helmets? I don't even remember what the fucking Seattle team. Dragon the Dragon. I knew the Dragons was one of them. XFL teams. There was the LA team. So we had the St. Louis Battlehawks. Oh, Battlehawks, the the most popular of all the teams. Seattle Dragons. The DC Defenders. Yeah, that was DC Defenders was what Dwayne Has no. What was his name? Used to be a quarterback for you guys. Oh your and, old team. Um, the, who the fuck was it? That he got Eddie Lacy fat. Fat Eddie Lacy. <laughs> he got Eddie Lacy fat. Uh, we're pulling it up. We're going. We're going. Okay, I agree with your thing. Uh, roster. DC Defenders. We had. Oh, I don't care about the coach. Why is he the first one that pops up? Uh, QB Tyree Jackson. No. No. That's the kid out of Buffalo. C.J. Collins? Nope. Cardale Jones. Cardale Jones. From Ohio State. Yep. He got fucking fat. <laughs> yeah. He got... He did, too. I didn't really... I never really bought into the XFL as a thing, so... No. And I even like to bet on stuff, and I'm I not I watched it. it. I, what amazed me about it is the how well the, the lines were put together. Yeah, surprisingly. Like, they figured shit out real fast. Uh, you got the Houston Roughnecks. Oh yeah, Roughnecks. The Dallas Renegades. The Dallas. Renegades. The New York Guardians. 
the Los Angeles Wildcats. Meow! Yeah, which I never got, because there are no real... I mean, there's one Wildcat in Griffin Park. Should have been the Coyotes. Should have been the... Uh, a bunch of Coyotes there. The LA Express. Something. Bring back huh, the yeah. USFL. Fuck yeah. Uh, Tampa, I would have got behind that. I would have bought yeah. some LA Express shit. That would have um, been kind of cool. Tampa Bay Vipers. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Vipers. And so now there's another lot... I don't know if this is like Who the practiced- old... This must be like the old XFL then. Los Angeles Extreme. Yep, that was the old one. Las Vegas Outlaws. Yep, the Outlaws. San Francisco Demons. Ooh. That's for a fairly conservative man like McMahon to call it San Francisco the Demons. Oh, it's fitting. Mm. It's a little for him. Nose. Yeah. Orlando Rage. That's fucking that's, that's terrible. That's a stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid name for anything. Uh, the New York, New Jersey Hitmen. <laughs> I remember that they were trying to be. They were oh trying to be God. cutting edge. The fucking Hitmen. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, the Memphis Maniacs with an X. Yeah, Maniacs. The Chicago Enforcers. Al Capone. The Birmingham. There's a Birmingham. Yeah, the Birmingham team. The Birmingham Thunderbolts. I remember the Birmingham. The team. fucking Hitmen. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, remember Melvin Gordon? I do. Yeah, he's running back. He used to be a Charger. Now he's a fucking traitor to his name and family and everything about him. He joined the Broncos. Well, anyway. That's just... Well, that's like someone going from the fucking Red Sox to the Yankees. That's like like somebody divorcing... Like your dad divorcing your mom and marrying your stepsister. That's... That dude should never be welcome in San Diego. Well, he's not. He won't be about after this. Did you hear what he said? Oh, about the not but having any fans if, anyway. If there's no fans at the stadium, the Chargers will be fine. <laughs> they <laughs> don't have any fans anyway. They don't have any fans anyway. Yeah. Oh, and they post- the L.A. Chargers now San Diego Chargers. While we didn't have a, we had a loyal fan base. It was it a, just wasn't a large large yes. In its defense, San Diego is not huge. No, it's not like a city of 8 million people. It's, it's like, well, well, maybe just under two of this, yeah. some of the outlying areas. Yeah, it's, I mean, but it's also and San Diego. And the stadium is not, so like Seattle, like a similar size city, mm-hmm. and like area-wise, Seattle's stadium is really close to the city center. It's downtown. Yeah. Well, it's Soto. South, yeah, south I mean, of it's downtown. south of downtown. But Which, like, it's Seattle. It's nothing's that far away. Yeah. But Qualcomm in San Diego... Not near... Uh, it's not near downtown. Nope. It's not near Petco. You have to drive inland about a half an hour to, to get, get to it. To... So it's it's there, and it's on the rail line and stuff there, but it's... Um, yeah, it's not but close it's, to downtown. If they had had it, like, in that... if you, I mean... It, the downtown San Diego would be really hard to fit that in. Yeah, it'd be tough to. I don't, but even if it was a little closer to that area, then you would have had a lot more regular traffic. Well, it's like the Padres and Petco. But it was, I mean, with the, its location. Yeah, it's fucking. It's perfect. ideal. It's right in the gas lamp district. Yep. It's 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 just like it's just like you know Safeco Field and yeah. what is it the Link now? Yeah. Or whatever, it's by all the restaurants and nightlife and all that stuff. Yeah, so you can you, go. You want to go to a game and then stay down there. Yeah, you could stay down there, go out to dinner. Yeah, yeah. 
Petco is in a perfect fucking location. Yeah, no, you. I remember watching like this. They'd show the scene, like the camera angles of just like that downtown area, mm-hmm. right outside the stadium. Yeah. and you just it was like it was like oh shit, there's everything right there. Yeah, if you were to like lift up and fly a drone up over home base and just kind of fly, you're just looking. In, you're just all of a sudden you're in downtown. It's fucking wonderful. Now the Padres still don't draw a dick, but. No, because they're real bad. They're going to be good this year. Traditionally bad. Are they going to play baseball this year? Let's circle back to the very beginning. <laughs> I don't think so. Baseball players. They have to. Yeah. Baseball they, players. Nut up and go fucking play. So they proposed a 125-game season, the players' union. Mm-hmm. The league came back and said 50 games. Yeah. Because that's about what we can fit in. Yeah. Like, no, we want our money. 125 games. Uh, what, are you going to play fucking triple headers? Yeah, you're going to play every single day? Yeah, you're going to play double headers every other day. Okay. If you're going to do that, then fine. That's a lot. Of, I mean, that's that's. But they're not. Content. But you then halfway, not even halfway, like two weeks into it, the players will start bitching about fucking double headers. And the, and All the fucking time, every day. And apparently pitchers can't throw like they could 20 years ago. No. There's rules now. Now you know, have like a six-man rotation. Jesus Christ. If not seven. I've read an article about Nolan Ryan. In one of the games he pitched, he pitched 11 innings. Mm-hmm. And when he got out, they asked the man- after the game, they asked the manager, how many in- pitches did he throw? And he goes, I have no idea. And a sports <laughs> writer came out and said, 236. <laughs> 236. There's guys on 80 pitch yeah. pitch counts. If you hit 100, you're getting pulled. They're, you're pulled. Yeah. 236. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, now they have like a hundred million dollars invested in some That's of these true. guys. But he's like, but, "How many pitches did he throw?" I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he told me when he was tired. And yeah. I told him when, the game ended, and so I was we like, were done. I yelled at him from the dugout once. I was like, "Hey, you tired?" And he went, "No." And, <laughs> well, no. They, he tried to pull him out in the ninth, and he was like, "No, come on, let me go back out there. I'm fine." Yeah. Well, it was Nolan Ryan. It was Nolan Ryan. Yeah. He was. A, he was the last of a he different a breed of baseball player. Well, they 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 put a gun on him. Like in this article, they put a, a radar gun on him like two years ago, and he threw out the first pitch at some game. Yeah, hit eighty eight. <laughs> He's like seventy five. Eighty eight miles an hour, <laughs> throwing out a ceremonial first pitch. It's like, which means he was bringing up the some heat. heat, Billy. He's yeah. like, all right, old man. He's like, damn, God, you want a job? It was a ball. <laughs> he didn't throw a strike. Well, but he was known for not throwing a lot of strikes sometimes. Uh-huh. But yeah. So anyway. All right. That's better. All right. Well, it's mm. been fun. It's been an hour and a half. Uh, we will record the intro here shortly. And uh, that has been Citizen Whiskey Podcast for the day of June the 1st, June 2020. Uh, stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. If you're going out protesting. Wear a mask. Wear a mask and just... Don't, don't give the cops any reason to fuck with you. Yeah, don't steal stuff. Like, I'm not saying that all cops are bad. I'm not trying to add that blanket statement, but there's some shitty ones out there, and just don't give them a reason. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I I wish I was a wizard and I had the magic to make it better for, for the black people of America. I don't. And colored people of America. You don't? I can't. I don't know how. I don't know how to fix no, it. No, I wish I was a wizard. I wish oh, I yeah. could literally just go like, and mm. like wipe a race, racist 
Electrical. Yeah, I want to wipe racism away from the minds of stupid people who are racist. Why is it always stupid people that are racist? Because they're stupid. I know, but and they have to have they they want to blame someone for their own failures and shortcomings. Yeah. And so it's like, well, I, I'd be a professional basketball player if it weren't for these black people. Yeah, like, probably. No, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, well, yeah. Maybe if it was the 1930s. And and, you, but yeah. you wouldn't make any money playing professional basketball. Yeah. Nobody likes watching the WNBA, and it's basically the same fucking thing as old white people basketball. It's more exciting. Have you ever watched any of the old yeah. basketball games? No, I know. But you 50s know what I mean. and 60s? Yeah. Like, it, was, it was real boring. No, but you know what I mean. Like that, the the women's game is more technical and <laughs> true to the game. <laughs> you mean they don't dunk and they can't travel? They got the fundamentals down, Drew. <laughs> now, to be fair, any one of those women, oh fucking, would savage us. Oh yeah, I I at stand any me. athletic endeavor. Stand no chance. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not claiming it. I'm, but it's the same. Like my thing. I I don't like watching. I don't like watching baseball. I don't like watching NASCAR. I don't like watching golf. Golf is... I don't like watching the WNBA. I don't like watching soccer. It's all boring to me. There is strategy to all of it. I understand. There are logistics and intricacies that I don't probably pick up on right now. But at its heart, they're all boring. Hmm. They're not interesting to me. And that's my opinion. And Mm -hmm. that's fine. That's fine. The WNBA has fans. They're not as many as other big sports. That's fine. You can watch. There's fucking diehard golf watchers out there who watch golf all the time, who just get all fucking jazzed up about to, watching the Masters my, or something. My like, dad oh, used to boy. tape them and rewatch them during yeah. the week. Oh no, my, I have a buddy who does that shit. I don't. I mean, it's they're pretty I'll watch to the look highlights. At. I'm, I'll if the Masters is on. That's usually the only thing that's on. Right. So, yeah, it'll be on. It's pretty. Yeah, I get it. But it's like with soccer, like with baseball, like with golf. I'd rather, if you asked me, like, you can either watch the Masters or you can go play around round of golf yourself. I'd rather go play around round of golf. Play. Yeah. You can either watch baseball or you and your friends can go throw a ball around in the park. Well, I, I'm going to go throw the ball if around. If you want to go, you can watch a game on TV or you can go to a game. There's a difference between going or, to a baseball game. True. Yeah. It's more, it is more exciting when you see the shit that happens in between the commercials. Yeah, that's true. Like there is a, and there's a lot. Live games are better. They're, it's more sure. fun. Um, yeah, but like soccer, that shit's boring, man. That's not fun. I, I joke about it all the time that I'm going to get into it this year. And, like, I've tried. I've legitimately sat so and watched I. some fucking games, matches, whatever. I, I, You know what's exciting time. in soccer? A breakaway goal. Yeah. That's it. And those happen, like, twice. Maybe. Maybe. A game. Maybe. But just the constant Nothing. kicking the ball around and, like, shifting the defense. Like, the field's too big. I get it. It's strategy, but fuck. And then there's... It's not exciting. I don't know how many players are on each team on the field, but then there's a bench full of players, a whole other fucking mm-hmm. team that never fucking play. Yeah. It's not exciting. It's really not. And if, like, I, there's a bunch of diehard defenders of it, I get it. It's a, the biggest sport in the world. I've never been to a live, huge professional match. I don't know. I, maybe the environment is exciting. Maybe, I guess. But Our concert got postponed. 
I kind of figured it would. Yeah, to 2021. Mm. Ticket's still good, but just yeah. took back a year. It was the last concert of the tour. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Which means it would have been the best one. And they would have been just been like blowing it out. Yeah. We're going to fucking play everything you want to hear. We're going to throw hear. our guitars into the fucking yeah. crowd. Like, we Who don't wants want to come sing? <laughs> We're tired. Yeah. Well, the, shit. The last show of the tour. Damn. Which would have been a fucking banger, dude. That's too bad. Yeah. All right. Well, stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Stay sane. Watch out for brooms. And Watch out for guys with machetes and brooms coming into your bedroom at night. Uh, Sorry, mate. But if they do show up, demand <laughs> 5000 Australian dollars. And... Prove you are not Kevin. <laughs> and make sure, yeah. If, you're, if your name is Kevin, man, you're about to have a you're, good night. You're fucked. <laughs> Thanks for drinking with us. Yeah. See ya. Let me see ya. Next time, I guess.